I was standing there on the train tracks about to jump. And I remember I told my son that I was going to take him to Chuck E. Cheese. And um, I have this thing with my son where if I say it, I have to do it. And the only reason I didn't jump was because I promised him that I was going to take him to Chuck E. Cheese. It was at that point I realized one of the greatest gifts that God has given me was him. I seen God at that moment through the lens of my son. My name is JJ Allen, and I am the founder of the Heartbeat brand. I currently live in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm here because God pretty much sent me to Baltimore. Uh, he told me that this would be the region that we would see a great revival in. And so after 18 years in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, I packed up everything and moved to Maryland in search of the next awakening. At the age of five, my father was used in miracles, and so I was in a service, and a woman was visibly healed by God's power. And um, I was sitting there listening to everybody praise God, and I asked God, can I do that? What did she, what did she get healed from? Uh, I wasn't paying too much attention, but I know how she came in. Um, she wasn't like that by the time she got to, she was able to walk on her own and move on home by the time she got to the altar and sitting there watching everybody praise God. I asked God, can I do that? And he said, uh, you can um, at age five. And I said, will I do that? And he said, you will. And uh, for the most of my life, I went on this search of trying to find that same God that I seen in the service. And um, oddly enough, I would play church in my house and you know, pray and do all these things. Um, I know my family was glad that I finally got out of the phase of asking for dolls. I would ask for dolls and toys, and they would, you know, why? And I would literally break the heads or parts of the dolls off and then be in the room praying for them to put them back together again for hours. I, I, I make the joke that that's where my uh, patience when it comes to healing and miracles come from with those toys. And all of my life, I've pretty much had this um, doubt of God's existence. And so pretty early on, um, before I was able to read books or go to seminary or do these things, he would make sure that he would come to me and give me a personal encounter so that I would know that he was real. And so for the most of my life, um, from that one time sitting in church asking him about the miracles, he's pretty much, uh, it's pretty much evolved from there. What was one of those first encounters that, that you remember? Uh, first encounter, I would say, um, I would have these different things happen, and I didn't realize what they were. Um, when I moved to Pennsylvania, um, I was about 13 years old. And during that time, I pretty much lived in almost like the mountain area, almost. And for the most part, I didn't have really too many friends. Everybody's houses were spread apart. And I tell everyone, I, for the most part, um, was shy and timid in a lot of times. And so I didn't have a lot of friends. And um, I would have these different encounters. I would go through these phases and seasons where I would just pray and talk to God, um, one day hoping to be like preachers that I seen. I didn't realize that being there in the house talking and praying, I had the relationship that I was seeking after. But it didn't look like preaching, so I didn't I think that's what it was. And so um, I would go through these phases in the house, and so for a year, I would be in the basement praying every morning at 4 a.m. And then I went through another phase for like six months. I was sitting in a car, my mother's car, 
I would sit there at midnight every night. There was always these weird little meeting places between God and I. And um, early on, I had this way of, I was always singing. They used to call me jukebox. I was always singing or chanting or singing some little song um, pretty much to God, me and God on this uh, love fest. And so as I began to grow with that, um, eventually I would say I was sitting in a service and growing up in uh, Pentecostal church, we're used to God in a certain way, you know, uh, shouting, dancing loud, and, and we was used to that. And so I was always used to God showing up like that. But I always said there has to be more to God than this. And I'll never forget being in a service where for almost an hour, God's presence came so strong that the entire room, babies included, sat completely silent. No one said a word for an hour. Uh, my father got up to preach and could not preach. He stood there silent in the entire church. Hundreds of people there sitting there silent for almost an hour straight. And it was at that point that I realized that God is bigger than my box. God is bigger than what we've made him. So I've been on this quest to find God in every way possible. Been on a quest to find God in every situation I could find him in. And so um, God would lead me eventually to the woods. I would literally go to the woods to pray. And um, I think the greatest part of my testimony would have to be that I would go to the woods and it taught me about God as much as it taught me about myself. Um, I no longer fear being in front of crowds because when I was there in the woods, I would be praying for hours and look up and literally a bear would be behind me. <laughs> there was a bear behind me and there was some other, I don't know if it was a coyote, I don't know exactly what it was, a coyote, I don't know. Uh, you know, growing up in North New Jersey, we never seen any of those, so I don't know exactly what it was. But to look up and there would be a bear behind me, um, I don't know, I would go out there praying and creation would be there and they wouldn't do anything. They would just sit there and watch. I would sing and scream and shout to God and they would sit there and watch the entire time. Um, God gave me an audience with the creation. And so that I think is the biggest part, uh, one of the biggest parts of my testimony is that you know he used, I, I, I learned God in a whole different wavelength. I, I've really learned how to uh, worship him and to love him in that regard. Uh, I think one of the other major key things for me was um, I love the sky. I love looking at um, sun going down and the sun rising and things of that nature. And I'm often throughout the day singing little songs to God, um, talking about how much I love him. Periodically, uh, God would tell me, go to the window or look up and the sky would be in the most amazing streaks of pink and purple or lights. And um, he'll often say, I love you too. Um, it's been a thing between us. Um, I've really learned the art of loving God. I've really learned um, beyond being a preacher, beyond being a pastor, um, any of that, I've learned how to love God. And um, I think in this season of my life, I'm learning how much he loves me back. Um, uh, being in church, I think we hear the message of John 3, 16, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And, you know, we hear that, 
but I don't think it really resonates with us. I think sometimes um, church and flaws in how we see ourselves can really make us stay away from God, you know. And so in this season or in this phase of my life, I'm really learning, I think, perhaps the greatest miracle of how much he loves me. Um, beyond my flaws, beyond what I think I'm incapable of, I'm learning exactly how much and how strong and how hard God fights for those that he loves. If you could encapsulate what God, what Jesus has done in your life mm -hmm. for these last 30 years, let's say, mm -hmm. that, you, that you've been on this earth, mm -hmm. uh, what can you say he has done in your life? Overall, He's allowed me to see me through his eyes. Um, for years, I just, I don't know. I think I've seen myself in a negative way. I think sometimes we see ourselves through the perceptions of others and what others say about us, and um, we start to believe that. And so no matter what God said or I think he said about me, for years, I, nah. <laughs> for years, I, I shied away from who he made me to become what I thought everybody else uh, said I was. Um, I shied away from purpose to fulfill everybody else's expectations. And so I think the greatest thing that he's done is allowed me or has begun to allow me to see myself through his eyes. I started to see that I really am loved. I think the greatest gift that God has given me is my son. And he was about four years old and I was going through a rough phase in my life in ministry and I was searching for God. Um, my biological father died and then 13 months later, my stepfather dies. And so uh, I never got a chance to grieve either one. Um, baby boy, I'm in college, I'm working in ministry, all of these things going on. And I said, God, where are you? And I couldn't find him. Um, I'm in pain, I am taking um, drugs, prescription drugs, and things like that just to try to sleep the pain away. And um, I'm taking um, these pills that was prescribed to me, and I look over to the right, and um, I look out the window, and there's this black figure that just says, come. And I started to go towards the window to jump out of the window, but I just didn't have the strength or the energy to get up. And so that was the first time. And then the second time would be, um, I'm in Newark, New Jersey for a ministry event, and I'm still asking God, where are you? I don't feel you. I don't know that you're still here. If you're really real, I need you to make an appearance. I need you to do something like you did when I was a kid. And it didn't come that way. Um, I was standing there on the train tracks about to jump. And I remember I told my son, that I was gonna take him to Chuck E. Cheese. And um, I have this thing with my son where if I say it, I have to do it. And the only reason I didn't jump was because I promised him that I was gonna take him to Chuck E. Cheese. It was at that point I realized one of the greatest gifts that God has given me was him. I seen God at that moment through the lens of my son. And so I think overall, the greatest miracle God has done for me and in me is allowing me to see him uh, and allowing me to see myself through him. I'm seeing who J.J. Allen is. 
um, through the eyes of Jesus, not through um, the prophet, not the pastor. I'm seeing the man, uh, the man that hurts, the man that cries, the man that wars, the man that is full of flaws, the man that has failures. I'm seeing him, and I'm seeing what Jesus has to say about that man.